Welcome, welcome to my Undertaker's Lair. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's St. Cass Different Day Podcast with me, Marta Roland. And me, Tina Marie. Yay, Tina's here. Through all the tiredness and homework, she is here with us tonight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And Torian is actually learning. He minding his business for right now. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. So technology is not working for me on this laptop. Okay. So we finally have a picture of Rihanna pregnant, everybody. What you mean? We've been seeing her pregnant. Oh, she's super pregnant. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Since the Super Bowl pregnant. <laughs> Whoa, she looks phenomenal, girl. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. There's also a video out there of uh, LeBron James like rubbing her uh, pregnant belly. I was like, oh, look at her. She looks so happy. I didn't know somebody could be happy with ASAP Rocky, but I'm so happy. With that, that's how I kind of felt about Beyonce and Jay Z. Like, there's just an odd couple, yeah. Like, how did this come to be? Like, how did this happen? Like, I still look, I still think about Jay Z and Beyonce and be like, what did Beyonce see in him when they first started talking? Like, well, he know how to make he know how to bust make business moves, right? Right, so she did it for the money. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, so she grew up. Around her dad was her manager of the group, and mm -hmm. maybe she kind of, you know, was kind of used to somebody that had that mind frame. So that's what attracted her to Jay Z. I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I got distracted. Facebook was telling me or give sending me a reminder saying it's time to go live, but we already live. Um, so. Apparently, they found the uh, submarine that they were looking for, and they, they found said, like a debris pile. They actually found the submarine. Well, they said it's a debris pile, and they said, I guess they sent his parts from the submarine, submarine for one of hers. So they basically saying that the submarine imploded near the uh, the bow of the Titanic, and all five people are presumed dead. Yeah, sounds about right. And first of all, I, I thought I, I at least thought billionaires was like smart. Yeah. I mean, you had to do. Uh, I guess some of, some of it is just luck to make that much money. Uh, whatever. But um, the fact that they said the thing was the size of a minivan, what I felt was crazy. And then from the pictures that I saw, like if y'all was going down there to see the Titanic, why doesn't this submarine have windows so you can see the actual Titanic? So y'all, so y'all was in a look like a homemade submarine, and to go to the bottom of the ocean to look at the Titanic through a camera. Not they took the the mystery machine down there, right? <laughs> right it's sad that it have that they passed away but it's like y'all didn't have common sense to be like no this doesn't sound like a good idea and then the fact that the submarine was controlled by a video game controller was even more I'm like what and that was in there eating shrooms I swear they was and then um, apparently I believe that it was before COVID 
one employee complained that something like this, well, he said that something like this was going to happen where somebody was going to die because of the negligence of the company. Uh, I believe like the guy was giving a tour of the submarine at one point, and he was talking about how he got some of the parts for the submarine at like, your local stores. Like This wasn't like industrial oh, made. Right. This wasn't industrial made, you know, like stuff that was made for a submarine. This mm -hmm. is something that he went to store to his local hardware store and purchased and built the damn submarines and said, Oh, we're gonna send people down to uh the Titanic. Like who who why is it why wasn't this regulated first of all? Because there's no regulations for this company. And then why was this man even allowed to do this? And the fact that a dummy was dumb enough to pay $250,000 for this, you have to, I, I don't know. That, that's just a whole new level of stupid. I am sorry. It's sad that the people died on the submarine, but it's sad. You dumb as hell to pay 250000 to get in a submarine driven by a PlayStation controller to the bottom of the ocean. You're an idiot. And then they said, well, the inside of it is like the size of a minivan. That didn't look like the size of a minivan, the inside of a minivan to me. And then it, it just didn't. It didn't even, it didn't even look safe. It didn't look safe from the beginning. And then it looked like they were just sitting on benches. And it, looked like it, had, it didn't have actual chairs. It looked like it was benches in there. <laughs> so once again, why would you pay $250,000 for that? Make it make sense to me, people, because I don't understand it. Sorry, I got another link. On, uh, I, I had sent them to Tina in the messenger before I wouldn't forget it, the stuff. Yeah. What uh, link? Huh? What link? I could have sworn I sent you some links to some stuff. Oh, my internet is like a stupid <laughs> I can't so even load it. Let's talk about Tyler Perry. So, it was on my morning drive going to work and I was listening to talk radio and it sounds like whoever posted the news that he had acquired VH1 and BET, it was false. They were told to take the story down and apparently BET wants him to pay $3 billion to acquire the company. And I think he has, I think they said they have a 25% stake. He has a 25% stake in the company already. So, you know, with him um, making like um, content, exclusive content for BET, being a 25% stakeholder on his own production company. So it was, he was one of the top, you know, um, investors mm -hmm. that they may have went with. Plus, I guess he had other companies backing him for that sale. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um. And I guess Tyler Perry was like, y'all tripping. So I guess they, the negotiation is still kind of in the works for right now. But shame on whoever posted that story. Right. We're we out here being jubilant. But I have yeah. a feeling it's still going to work its way out. We got right? we all that excited thinking BT was, was going to be black again. Yeah. And then, so I feel like if, if BT... It, where, wherever it's the parent company of BET, I should say whoever owns BET, where the parent company is. If they are a public traded company, he actually don't need to go through all this negotiation to buy the company, actually, because all he got to do, if it's a public traded company, mm -hmm. all he got to do is just go buy, go and buy the shares. 
and and he can still own majority own majority of the company and still control the company. So either y'all can sell it to me, or I can just go buy the shares and take over the company. So it really don't matter. Either way it go, he got the money in the back end to do it. That's wild. I was like, is BAT no shade, but is BAT really worth three billion? Uh, to be honest, no. So who watches it? Like, like I saw the advertising for the BET Awards. I'm like, I think I missed that. Was all oh, that's this coming weekend? I think it's the BET. I Award. heard it. I didn't see it. I heard the advertisement. Yeah, I heard the advertisement for it, but I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna watch it still because I haven't been interested in BET for almost ten years now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like BET. I feel like people stopped watching BET when they took the music off BET. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, so that, and, I, and that's why I feel like, like I feel like. And I still feel like to this day, after BET went off the air, like it hurt a lot of people's careers. Me personally, I think Keisha Cole, the Trey songs, you know, them, their careers suffered the more. Yeah, they had music after BET, but Trey Song them put out albums that people didn't even know about. Because mm -mm. they didn't have nowhere to go and promote it to their audience, which their audience was people who watched BET. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. BET has been unwatchable for years. I'm like, even now, like now, even now, you you usually get like a, a marathon of Medea movies, or you get uh, a marathon of some movie featuring Tyrese. It just, or you get a marathon of Martin and Fresh Prince in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I think the morning time is Martin and Fresh Prince all morning until like eleven o'clock, and then they just start playing movies that people are not interested in watching. <laughs> Until what until Tyler Perry show like the Oval wherever that shit come on. Other than that, like nobody's watching BET. So for, it's for for y'all to ask for three billion dollars, no, because I feel like it's, it'd be have to be a lot of money and a lot of uh, changes and investments that have to go into the company to make it watchable or even profitable. Because I don't know if they BET is profitable at this right now. That's what I'm saying. Well, come on now. Like like the BET Plus and Tyler Perry putting all his like Medea shows and plays and movies on there, that might have made BET Plus profitable, but the actual cable channel, no, it's not profitable to me. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And that's just mad personal opinion. <laughs> Take it or leave it. So, uh, I found a link. I did find a link, y'all. I did send it to Tina. Uh, a January 6th, I, this is why I made sure I had sent it to you, that way I could be able to find it. Uh, the Jerry, a January 6th writer who shocked, uh, who shocked the police, D.C. police officer with a stun gun was sentenced to over 12 years in prison today. And uh, I believe they said on his way out of being sentenced, at beginning his 12-year sentence, they said that um, he was yelling that Trump, Trump is the president or Trump won or some crazy shit like that. So this just show how this man still got you know, uh, these people brainwashed into thinking that he is still the president or still should be president. And the fact that he's trying to run for president again still baffles me, but hey. They need to hurry up and convict him of some of a felony, a treason tree, tree, type uh, Yay! offense so Yay! he can't run. Yay. Now I do got two videos for y'all, which I have got the queue up so I upload now. I'm gonna head into the next uh 
shoot story real quick before I forget. So a Supreme Court justice who uh, so Supreme Court justice Alito accepted Alaska. Ah, why am I? Why is my English not working tonight? Supreme Court Justice Alito accepted Alaska resort vacation from GOP donors when he was running for Supreme Court, I believe, back in 2008. And it said that these people who uh, offered him this vacation had interest when it came to him being elected into uh, if he was to win the election. He had some in- they had interest in him. So basically getting laws passed to favor them, which is probably like tax cuts or let them be able to dump somewhere. Illegally, ain't no telling. Sad. But that's the government that we have today. So, um, hopefully. So, okay. So, uh, the the video, the video I got queued up for y'all was a state banning book. So, I'm afraid to play this video for y'all, then we're going to discuss it. Illinois will become the first state in the nation to officially ban book bans once and for all. In 2022, there were 60... I'm sorry, I phrased it that wrong for y'all, but... Illinois will become the first state in the nation to officially ban book bans once and for all. In 2022, there were 67 attempts to ban books here in Illinois. Books about coming of age and mental health. Books about LGBTQ plus kids and teens. Books about the black experience and racism. Renowned classics like The Kite Runner and To Kill a Mockingbird. The argument for banning books always begins with the claim that it's about protecting the children. And yes, of course, we all want to protect our children so they're reading age-appropriate material. But banning books from libraries isn't about that at all. Book bans are about censorship, marginalizing people, marginalizing ideas and facts. Regimes ban books, not democracies. Fascist Italy, the Taliban's Afghanistan. This is the land of Lincoln, the home state of the first black president. Illinois was the first state in the nation to ratify the 13th Amendment, abolishing slavery. We were the first state in the nation to ratify the 19th Amendment, guaranteeing women the right to vote. We refuse to let a vitriolic strain of white nationalism coursing through our country determine whose histories are told, not in Illinois. That said, I'm moving to Illinois. I was, I swear, I swear I was thinking that, like, I'm living in the wrong damn state. It's only a hop, skip, and jump. Right. I'll go find me a nice suburban area, Illinois, to go move to. Real quick, okay? Around the corner from the hood, though, you know, I still love the hood sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But I like that. Thank you, Illinois, for passing the law to make it illegal to try to ban books. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into our next video. This is a bit of a doozy right here, but I'm gonna, we're gonna go ahead and enter, we're gonna get into this video. Doc. I never thought I would see the day where Ron DeSantis went out of his way to defund the police. Yesterday, here in Florida, Governor DeSantis signed the new budget for the 2023 2024 fiscal year. 
But after signing it, he did not immediately release the list of line item vetoes that he did. Well, overnight we got it. And I can tell you, Ron DeSantis is a complete bag of shit. In fact, I made an entire post about it on my Substack that you can read for free today because one of the line item budgets that he uh, vetoed is a project for my very own neighborhood. This was my neighborhood during Hurricane Ian. Part of the drainage system failed. Allotted from the Florida state government was $350,000 to repair the damage done so that that doesn't happen again. Well, it was supposed to, but Ron DeSantis decided to veto it. So that $350,000 to improve the drainage infrastructure in our community, we're not getting it. But it doesn't stop there because he also defunded projects for the Ponce Inlet Police Department, the Community Cop and Court State Attorney Violent Crime Intervention in Seminole County, uh, Belle Isles Public Safety Facility, um, Fruitland Parks Emergency Operations Center, Ormond Beaches Police and Emergency Operations Center. And not to be outfucked by the police, the fire department got railed completely. Ron DeSantis vetoed $540,000 for 40 air pack replacements. You know, air packs, what firefighters wear when they have to go into a fucking burning building. He also took funding for a new fire engine, Orange City. Um, they did away with the funding for their multi-purpose rescue facility, uh, Claremont Hardwood Marshall Fire Station, uh, Palm Coast Fire Department, Palm Bay Emergency Radio Equipment, Seminole County Sheriff's Office. Oh, but look down there. Black History Month celebration was defunded. Ron DeSantis would love to be the president of the United States of America, but unfortunately, his leadership here in the state of Florida has been absolute garbage. And I will continue to expose these things that Ron DeSantis is doing and then not acknowledging them in public. In the meantime, I have sent a lovely email to my U.S. House of Representatives member, Corey Mills, who is a Trump apologist that gave toy grenades on his first week in Congress. I'm sure he'll be extremely helpful. Welcome to Ron DeSantis's Florida. By the way, I still have neighbors living in campers in their driveways. That escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. So this man has defunded every public service thing there is for his freaking state. And then at the end when she says she still has neighbors sleeping in campers because their they, they houses got flooded due to a drainage system that he got a grant for three hundred some dollars to fix and he said no. Uh, uh, uh. Why is this man running why this is why that law that Florida has that Republicans abolished in Florida stating that if you are running for another office, you have to, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Give up your seat as you got to you know whatever is the governor. Like relinquish. There we go. Relinquish your seat as governor. <laughs> and he has not done it. And I feel like he, if he's going to try to run for president and he's going to lose, he should, uh, he should definitely have to give up his seat. I'm being, I'm being honest. And he's a, a sorry sack of shit. And we already know Tina thinks that he should go to hell with flaming hot draws on. 
Yeah, sure do. <laughs> so, last but not least, because I didn't have much for tonight. Uh, ha- oh, happy Father's Day. It was this past Sunday at the time of this recording. Uh, it was this past Sunday. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. I think did Torian go to the zoo with his pappy? He did. We all went to the zoo. Did he like? Did he like it? How, how did Torian like the zoo? He enjoyed it. He was all pooped out afterwards. He it was the car, experience. Did he? Yeah, it warmed my heart. Oh, that's so cute. And happy Debbie Uncle Day to you. Yay, Debbie Uncle Day. Woo! Because <laughs> <laughs> Shark all knows that uh cat came over with uh his girlfriend and she had brought her twins over. Eric and shit, I forgot the other name, but they twins. Um <laughs> They came over, and then my cousin came over with her granddaughter and stuff. So then I'm like, oh, okay. I come home from work the next day. I'm like, the fuck y'all doing here? <laughs> like, I ain't used to kids being here. Like, what the fuck y'all doing here? Uh, we go, uh, no, this was, no, it was that same night. No, I mean, no, that's that night. Uh, they was like, oh, we going to the Juneteenth uh, parade tomorrow. I'm like, okay, y'all, they couldn't just come drop y'all back off in the morning or something? <laughs> and then I had came home from work Monday, and that's all I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing here? Like, oh, they ain't, they ain't coming to get us until tomorrow. I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it. No, no, honey. They ate all my pizza rolls. They drunk up all my juice. I don't like kids. This is the reason why I don't want them. They eat and drink all your stuff. They eat up all your food. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them away. <laughs> them. But anyways, Juneteenth, uh, the Juneteenth celebration was this past Monday. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to see that they expanded Juneteenth this year. And then the amount of people who acted civilized at Juneteenth. So mm-hmm. apparently this year it ran from Port Washington Road down to Center Street. Mm. So they expanded expanded it quite a few blocks. So I'm so happy, and it actually warms my heart to hear that. I didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to attend because I was working that day, and by and by the time I got off of work, the festival was over, anyways. But I was so happy to see the amount of people who was out there and being supportive, and actually acting like they got some common sense, except that 15 year old boy after the parade was over, which made the the event like I felt like what he did overshadowed the actual event mm-hmm. because although the event was successful and it wasn't really no drama until people were leaving the mm-hmm. event um apparently this fifteen year old boy I guess got into it with somebody and he just started shooting and he hit like four or five different people. We call that the old spray and pray. Yeah. So luckily, luck, luckily, 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 thank God, we're going to say that, that uh, nobody died for any injuries so far after that. But it's just it's just crazy mm-hmm. how that one moment could mess up a whole event. Now, it's not like how it was back in the day when Tina Generation was going down to Jan for Peace acting a fool. Oh, Jan for Peace used to go down. It used to always be the first week in um, June. Yeah, but it's your generation's fault that it got shut down. Was it really? You sure? 
Yeah, it was your generation because my generation was still in like middle school, high school when it was happening. Mm. Actually, middle school because Jaffa for Peace wasn't even a thing when I got to high school. So I was in middle school when Jaffa for Peace was still going on. That was fun. That was fun. That was like the Black Summer Fest almost. Mm-hmm. And your and your generation ruined it for all of us. Don't say my generation. I went one time. Oh wait, damn, we is the same generation. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> okay, okay. The older millennials <laughs> ruined it for everybody else. The older millennials. <laughs> the, the millennials that's in their uh forties ruined it for <laughs> everybody. Mm, mm. <laughs> That is a shame. That is a shame. That is a shame. What? Nothing. Continue on. I'm just okay. Okay, we're gonna say Gen X. We're gonna Gen X ruined jam for peace for all of us. Mm, mm, mm. I I never had the chance to experience jam for peace. Mm, mm, mm. But I do like Tina said, it was like the Black Summer Fest for all you who don't know what Summer Fest is. Summer Fest is like the world's largest music festival that happened here. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on Summerfest ground, so they have like a whole bunch of different bands and singers and all kind of stuff that comes here and they perform. On a, it used to be like a four day, a four week, um, like a four week thing where they was run four weeks straight, and then now ever since COVID, it's just been on the weekends for some reason. Like I don't know why they was gonna go back to having it during the week, but it, it's yeah. just only it's on the weekends now. But so it was something like that. So, and then they would have a lot of good black artists who would come to Jam for Peace and put on shows and, you know, and perform and stuff. Uh, um, I can't remember quite people. I don't remember quite who showed up. I just know it was like a lot of black artists and rappers and stuff that people were just excited to see. I mean, Tina probably could saw Pity Pablo, Silk the Shaka, you know, them kind of people there. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who who performed that jam for peace. Uh, no, no, no. It, Pete Pablo, nah. I think it would have been more like uh, Jill Scott. Hell no, not Jill Scott. It would have been the older people like MC. No, not like MC. Like, I ain't gonna go back that far. <laughs> Maybe like Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, like Oh, so like rapper that was big in the nineties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, we, 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 I ain't got that luxury if you know, no, you know, no more of being able to see that kind of stuff. It's all Tina's fault. Just go to Summerfest. It's a whole bunch of black acts coming. Lots of them. I don't know them people. And it's a lot of random other concerts coming to Pfizer for them. Who? Um, money bag yo is coming. Little baby is coming. I don't know none of them people. Um, I think the city girls is coming to Summerfest. I don't know not one city girl song. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Not one. Yes, you do. I mean, not on. Whatever. I did want to go uh, this Saturday to see Charlie Puth in Chicago, but I'm poor. Mm. And he's on my uh, on my concert list of people I want to see. Um, 
who else is there? I wanted to see Matt. I don't know if it's Matt Rife or my, Matt Reef. Is that a sure? He's a stand up comedian. See him. He's doing a world tour, but that sold out already. Everybody's Beyonce's Renaissance coming up. In Chicago. And I'm like, eh, I don't I don't know. I mean, like so I saw the song list for her show. And a lot of the songs that be performing is from her latest album, that Renaissance album. I never mm-hmm. listened to the album, so I don't know if I can go to enjoy it because I'm not gonna know majority of the songs. I feel like it'll still be enjoyable. You think so? Yeah. I'm still kind of considering mm, I don't know if I'm able to enjoy it because I don't know a lot. Like even some of like the older from that she performing, mm-hmm. like um, I, I some of those I don't even know. What you been doing? I feel like <laughs> when it comes to Beyonce, the songs I have listened to by her were all mostly like the songs that get played on the radio. Okay, and I feel like she was singing some of those songs. And I feel like even if you don't know the songs that they're so well like produced, you'll still be grooving no. to the music. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's like she like it's like some of the songs that she performed were not songs that were played on the radio. So it's like I don't I didn't know I was like uh, I don't know what that is. Like you like I feel like the, for this tour, like you gotta be like the awesome and Beyonce fan. <laughs> I would have went. I would have went. And then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there, y'all. Somebody uh who ever lives in LA. So of my crew, so I'm supposed to be spending two days in Miami. Oh my god. So I'm thinking of hopping on a plane and going to LA after I leave Miami. What? But, you have fun with that long ass flight. <laughs> you gonna spend the two days on the plane and layovers? Well, no, I wasn't gonna spend two days in uh, L.A. You can easily. I mean, I mean, no, I was gonna do at least. What is that? My signal, or your signal. Hmm. Mine ain't doing nothing. Okay. So, cause so after we get off the clip, so we get back, we dock back on. Um, yeah, when do we dock back? So we dock back January seventh, and then I was thinking, then we were supposed to fly out January eighth out of oh. no January 9th, We were supposed to fly out of Miami. So I was like, instead of just coming back home, because I'm still on, like I'm still on vacation until January twenty fourth. Is when I go back to work. So that's all I was like, maybe I could just like hop on a plane instead of going back home. I could just buy a one-way ticket to Miami and then fly to Florida. And I mean fly to uh LA. Okay. For a few days. I mean, it's not a bad idea. LA wasn't extremely expensive to me like that, like as far as like Airbnb and stuff like that when I went, but that was a few years back. I mean, yeah, and it's, it's like, like, I'm, like I said, I'm not really a clubbing type person, so I'd be interested in like, like museums and stuff there, and like sightseeing. Like I want to go see, uh, like the guy who uh, where Friday was 
actual house that uh lived in, he you could pay him like five bucks and he'd let you take, sit in the chair and take a picture. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. So I go and do stuff like that while I'm there. Yeah. So <laughs> You okay, Tori? Okay. Because I know, like, the store is still there where Ezell was like, I got a, um, he was suing for 150000 Like, that store is still my there. My neck. My back. My <laughs> neck and my back. <laughs> so, like, so, yeah, so I was, I was really, uh, thinking about doing that. And then probably spending, like, a few days there and then come home. Okay. So I ain't sure. I probably gotta do some pricing and see how how much all this is gonna cost me. But thank God, God for, turns out. Thank God for a second income. Yeah, I think I'm, I might just do like you this to get Airbnb because it might be cheaper, and I can just buy my own damn food mm-hmm. and cook while I'm there. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do y'all think? Some ideas. And if I do do the Airbnb, like, what's a good place to stay in Miami? I mean, he's saying fucking Miami. In um in LA. <laughs> so I know I want to go to the Capital One Records building. I mean that's the Capital One Records building, Lord. Sony. The Capital Records building is still there. The, the hotel with Whitney drowned at. I want to go to the Grammy Museum. I want to go see the Charmed House. I want to go see the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't care if I do gotta drive two hours to get there. I want to go see the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, you sound like you gonna be well out. And you know what? I don't even be. I don't care, cause like once I get back home, I still have time to rest. Because even though, even then, if I, you know, fly into L.A. on Tuesday and leave on like a Friday, you know, I still got two two weeks of time off to just do nothing. Do your thing, chicken wing. Sound like fun. Wish I could go. So. I don't know. Do your thing, chicken wing. But uh, with that being said, let's head into final thoughts. Hmm. Final thoughts. My final thought of the day is stay in your lane. Mind the business that pays. Everything that you hear, you ain't got to make a, a, a comment on it. Everybody don't care about your opinion. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final thought is of uh, city of Milwaukee. Y'all could have did better planning with the highway construction that y'all did. Oh, it is terrible. The way it's how y'all got the, the like, all all these entrances y'all got closed, all the ramps, all the uh, the the exit ramps that y'all got closed, and then there. So it's like if somebody car break down, the whole highway is shut down because there's nowhere for people to pull over in case of an emergency if their car break down anymore. So the whole highway is just shut down. It's 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 a it's a mess, and it's gonna be like how it was over there by um. What's that? What's that highway that's closer to your house? Uh, what's that? 41, 43, 45. Yeah, forty one. It's gonna be high like highway forty one was over there. It was tore up. That's how it's gonna be over here. Oh, it's gonna be a nightmare. And then is the they even done with the highway? I haven't been that way in a minute. I have no idea. Oh, uh, you y'all see how he be treating me? He ain't even came to come visit. 
Even if I come to your house, that ain't the way I come. I'm just saying, you avoid you avoid the real issue here. Uh-uh, I'll be I'll be working. Mm-hmm. I went out work today too. So, so I I'll be tired. Mm. <laughs> and um what else would it peace and love everybody peace and love to everybody you know we need to start being more you know courteous and nice to people i mean what happens to you know when somebody lets you in say like you're trying to turn onto a street and somebody leave a space for you to turn in and what happens to doing the wave like nobody do the wave no more like thank you for letting me in like this, uh, this guy i was uh i was uh on the east side on prospect somewhere and the guy, I guess they were sitting there for a long time trying to turn onto the street. I'm like, oh, well, it's a red light. You know, I guess I can let these few little cars turn in or whatever. So I did. And one of the other guys, he stopped directly in front of me, let down his window and put his hands together like the praying hands and bowed to me like, thank you. <laughs> like people don't do, people don't give you that kind of courtesy no more. I, you have to buy like, I don't expect the whole the thing like how he did, but like, just like little hand thing. Like, thank you. Like people don't do that no more. And, um, Priuses need to be illegal and Kia souls need to be illegal on the roads. What? And that's my final thoughts. What? what? Huh? Okay. Yeah, Priuses, they need to be illegal. They slow as hell. And Kia Souls, they always holding their traffic on the highway. Oh my god. Uh, don't forget to head over to restparts.com and use code MARTEL1 to receive 5 to 10% off your purchase. And then don't forget to head over to habitsnewyork.com and use code Anthony4 to receive 20% off your purchase. And don't forget to check out the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCDD Podcast. And then on Facebook, just same cast, different day podcast. You can find me on all social media, which is Martel Rowland. Don't don't look for me on social media. Oh, well, with that being said, this has been same cast, different day podcast. <laughs>